Zach Patterson from RV Defender is going to explain today why he has the best RV product ever invented. That's right, ever invented. It's the best. And he's going to do that in our staying on the road section of the show. Then we're going to get into our, enjoying the RV life and talking about living the e-bike lifestyle. So we've talked about it before. We're going to talk about it again. E-bikes are so cool. And then we're going to visit Mount Sneffels, Colorado in the next stop. Then we're going to wrap up the show with RV Envy. And in the RV Envy episode, we're going to talk about refrigerator door panels. And there's a new type of door panel that is hitting the market. And these things are absolutely cool. And I must say that because I'm the inventor of them. Not the RV door panel, but this new idea. (laughs) So this is Eric Stark with the Smart RVer podcast, delivering the smarts you need to enjoy the freedom of the RV lifestyle without the fear of breaking down. So this is episode number 135, so let's get into it. Welcome to the show, Alexis. Thanks, Eric. And how are you today? I am happy to be here, and I'm ready. Ready, ready <laughs> to talk and tell us about everything there is to know. That's right. right. <laughs> about enjoying the RV life and mm-hmm. the yeah. next stop, where we got to go. It's going to be great. So before we get into enjoying the RV life, I want to let everybody know that SunPro Manufacturing has come out with a windshield cover that's 100% blockout for a Freightliner M2 and Freightliner S2 RV chassis all years. It's available now. It's on the website, so check it out. This thing is absolutely awesome for the ones that want that 100% privacy, no light coming in. This wow. is the one for you. That's exciting. It's very cool. We've been trying, working on this for a while. We finally got it wrapped up. Nice. Nice say we because we own SunPro Manufacturing. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, here we go. Let's get into enjoying the RV life and talking about e-bike. All right. And enjoy the e-bike lifestyle. So Alexis, we sell e-bikes here. Did you know that? We, uh, yes, I did. We do. And they're amazing. <laughs> they are amazing. Yeah. So how can you enjoy the e-bike lifestyle with an RV? Well, around here we have so many awesome customers that come in and they they see our e-bikes but honestly anywhere you are montana's kind of rural but people still go for them but in the cities you can do it really anywhere um and on here it recommends a bike shop but we sell them so who knows where you can get an e-bike it's awesome and a quiet cat gives really good deals so if you're in the if you're in the market, definitely do your research because you want to know what you're going in for. So right. what would you recommend, Eric? Well, I recommend everybody buy one, period, though. <laughs> you know, e-bikes are really nice. They're handy. They're unique. But you do have to have the desire to want to ride it. Yeah. You know, just buying it because you can and just park it in a corner, that's a waste of money. It is. But, you know, you if you can ride one or if you're going to ride one and you want one, they're a great way to go. You know, if you're not near us, you can probably test ride one at some store. I mean, we have a demo bike here so you can actually ride on it and, mm-hmm. and get a feel for it because they're not what you think. If you've never ridden one, you have to ride one. You do. Once you ride one, you're going to become addicted to it more than likely. <laughs> You can take them just about anywhere. You can get commuter bikes for the city. Mm-hmm. You can get motocross bikes or bikes for kids. You can get mm-hmm. adult bikes. We sell more of the uh, mountain bike style ones here. Yep. They yep. are more for hunting and going on the dirt roads and things like that. Although you could ride them anywhere, but that's kind of what their design is. Yeah. But they're very cool, and everybody should have one as far as I'm concerned. 
if you need one. Now, you have to remember that they are heavier than a typical bike, mm-hmm. a little harder to transport. So you have to keep that in mind before you buy one. You know, how are you going to get it to point A and point B if you're not riding it? Just things to consider, especially since you're an RVer, you know, putting it on the back of your trailer might present some challenges if you don't have the right type of rack for it. Right. You know, they're very expensive. You don't want to just bounce it off and land it on the highway. So mm-hmm. where are you getting over by a semi once it hits the pavement? <laughs> that would really suck. It would. So remember, they come with all sorts. You can get all sorts of accessories for them. And one thing I'm going to say, if you do buy one, do not buy an aftermarket cheap battery. Yeah. They are absolute fire hazards. Mm-hmm. So if you buy whatever brand you buy, make sure you get the accessories from that manufacturer. And we sell quiet cat bikes and we don't sell any aftermarket parts for battery type things, chargers, batteries, and quiet cat always has specials or almost always has specials on their website. Like at our store, we match whatever their website is period, or we beat it. It depends on what's going on the time of year. Yeah. Like most stores work that way, but quiet cat's a great brand. So check them out and Mm -hmm. enjoy that e-biking in the RV lifestyle. All right, now we're going to get to staying on the road. So as promised, we have Zach Patterson, the owner of the best new RV product on the market today. He's on the phone doing an interview with us. And the product is RV Defender. It's a tire blowout system. And by the way, this product, if I don't mention it now, I might forget later. This is a smart RVer seal of approval type product so it's going to get that stamp of our approval because we like it so much now zach can you give us a little background about yourself yeah of course uh born in the age here in northern utah got a beautiful wife got two children uh been an avid rv here my entire life grew up in the in the thing we've had motorhomes we've had trailers we've, we've had it all we've done it all right now i've got a uh, a pretty good size fifth wheel toy hauler me and my family enjoy going to the mountains, the sand dunes. We, we do the rock rolling feed out of Moab and Southern Utah with our UTVs. It's just it's a, it's a great life. All right. So Zach has an RV. So this product isn't something he came up while driving down the road, watching the trailer flinging tire all over the side of it. <laughs> so because he has an RV, this product has a little more, um, I guess, bite, you might say, because it's uh, personal to him. He's probably... Oh, it's, it's, it goes deeper than that, Eric. It's a uh, um, so to be perfectly honest with you, there's there's three original founders: myself, uh, a gentleman named Greg Bowen, and another gentleman named Todd Smith. Greg Bowen happens to be my uncle, and uh, you know, with us being lifelong RVers as a family, he was always a part of that. And uh, years ago, you know, 10, 15 years ago, my father had a blowout on a, a travel trailer he had. It was a Fury toy hauler, and it. It totaled the trailer. I mean, it, the, the tire went through the floor. It made a mess out of things. And, you know, thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of dollars of repair. Fighting with the insurance companies, fighting with shops, kind of get it all figured out. And ultimately, they just wrote it off and cut them a check and kind of got screwed on the deal. Um, my uncle, Greg, he looked at it and he's like, there's got to be a better way to, of doing this. I mean, you can't, this, this is obviously a problem. And he came up with the original idea of, of essentially just, you know, building a traditional fender type system, having it inside the trailer, the wheel wall of a, of a trailer to the chassis like you would on a standard utility trailer. So he got into it, started looking at it, realized that, 
in order to, to build a system for that, there would literally be hundreds, if not thousands, of different part numbers because you got flight mechanisms, you got body mounts, you got electrical lines. That there's all sorts of different variables that, that prevent extending from running to a trailer traditionally. So he uh, got with his buddy Todd, who is a brilliant engineer. Um, they went to RV dealerships and just kind of crawled underneath, you know, as many as they can get their hands on. And they realized that the common denominator was they all have the same axle. So that just seemed like the, the easiest point to, to to build the product off of. So they got busy uh, building the product. They he kind of built a, uh, Greg calls it an abomination, but it was a very crude, uh, you know, first draft of what we're trying to do. Um, they basically went to the hardware store, found some parts that could work, pulled it together, and um, you know that was that was the, the original the original go. Um, Greg brought it to me because uh, at that point I had a travel trailer that they were you know designed to fit on, and he wanted to do a test on mine. He he uh, brought it to me, and I looked at him like, dude, that isn't going to work. Like I like the idea, but it, it's not going to work. So. I had uh, access to a plastic table, and so we kind of got did these, you know, draw some different designs and do some different things that were going to work. Ended up building a, a a prototype that's fairly similar to what our production model looks like now. You know, there's been some minor changes and some details for polish and, and fitment and whatnot. But we did a blowout test on it, and it worked exactly as we planned on. So that was the birth of RV Defender. All right. So I know I said it's a tire blowout system but for if you didn't catch that while you're listening so zach got into some great details there but it's a tire blowout system that's going to protect your rv if it has a blowout now zach what vehicles is this going to work on or what Basically, types of rvs go, uh they're designed to put on these global rvs uh travel trailers that will toy haulers whatever with anything from a 3500 pound axle all the way up to an 8000 pound axle okay so if you own a trailer Fifth wheel, toy hauler, travel trailer. This product is for you. And listening to this today, you might not be totally sold on this, but I'm going to tell you, you got to go to Zach's website, rvdefender.com. It has more information there, some great pictures so you can visualize this product. Um, yeah, this is one of these products that I've been pretty excited about, and that's why we're talking to Zach today. And he knows this thing inside and out, as you've heard. He's you know one of the original guys that helped build it, put it together. So he's uh, <laughs> he's been up and down with this thing, trying to get it to work and work right. And he's nailed it, man. This thing is ab- very cool. Now, Zach, is this something that you would recommend a service center do, or can I, you know, a hands-on do-it-yourselfer RVer take care of this installing them? What I always tell people is they're. I wouldn't say they're easy to install, but they're not hard either. Um, you don't need any specialty tools. There's no cutting or grinding or welding or, or nothing like that. They, since they do bolt on, but they do take, they take about an hour a piece to install and you, you gotta have some, uh, uh, some basic hand tools, you know, wrenches and a hammer and whatnot, but, uh, to get the bearing cap off at least. But uh, I, if you're not comfortable with it, definitely use the, uh, go to a service center, but they were designed for the DIYer. Okay, that's very cool. So, you know, you're handy. You can install one of these. If you can repack your wheel bearings, you should be able to do this. 
Exactly. And I mentioned that because Zach, does that drum have to come off and the uh, the wheel bearings out and all that stuff? It does. Yes, sir. The, pull the drum off, set it aside. There's uh, the, the same bolt that the bolt, the brake uh, shoe mounting flange or bat mounting bracket to the axle. That flange is the same position or same point of contact that we use to mount our V Defender to. So if you can access those bolts, you can install our V Defender. All right, so there you go. So you basically, you're going to repack your wheel bearings. So with that being said, you want to have that in mind that when you do this project, that's the time to have grease seals ready, grease ready to repack the bearings. And if you find a bad bearing, then, of course, replace it or do what you need accordingly. So that's going to be a project that's going to be within this project if you're doing it self. Or if you take it to a service center, you want to make sure that they repack the bearings and check the brakes and all that good stuff since they're in there. You know, they might just say, oh, we put on the fenders. We didn't look at anything else because I hate to say it because sometimes service centers do that kind of stuff, especially this day and age where customer service is going by the wayside. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and that's one, that's another thing too. Zach, are you guys available to help people with problems and answer questions? Absolutely. I pride myself in being available. I've got my personal telephone number on our website. Um, if you want to call me anytime, uh, I try to make myself as available as possible. There you go. And I know it works because I've called him many different times. The first time I called him, he answered his phone. I was shocked. I was like, no one answers their phone anymore because <laughs> I saw the number on his website. And I've called him while he's eating dinner and he dropped what he's doing to help me. So, yeah, he'll answer the phone. He's all right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That is the goal right there. Yeah. So, um, now, are there anything that this the RV Defender, any problems that it would create for an RV? Or obviously, it solves a problem, but does it create a problem that someone would have to be aware of? In all fairness, we do have to get very specific measurements uh, on your trailer to ensure these are going to fit. Now, these are designed to fit the axle, not necessarily the trailer itself. Uh, unfortunately, there's no such thing as a database that provides the information that we need, you know, letting us know that there's X amount of room here, Y amount of room there. So we do ask you to fill out any kind of a statement tool or at least, you know, give me a call and we'll have a very detailed conversation on whether or not these are going to fit. Um, there are some vehicles that they just will not fit on. And we, we, there's nothing we can do about that. But kind of based on our calculations, they, they fit on about 90% of the, of the trailers out there that have weed springs and drum brakes. Right. Okay. And... Are you working on anything for disc brakes? I know there's not a lot of trailers out there with disc brakes, but is that something in the future? It is, yes. I've actually built a prototype now. Um, I, I have not had a chance to, to do some road testing on it, but I do know that it fits. It mounts the exact same way as the current version. Uh, it actually uses the exact same L brackets, the exact same fender arch assembly itself. Uh, it's a matter of... Uh, um, of making a backing plate that the clearance is around the caliper and that that is something that's definitely on the horizon okay that's cool so not there's a lot of brakes out there but people add them or have trailers with brakes and this thing be great or you know disc brakes so one thing you know full disclosure here i actually have a set of these um now when zach and i first started talking about it my trailer was set up one way and then when I got them, I changed it and set it up another way with the axles. I removed the replaced the axles and leaf springs. And so I went through the entire installation process 
and got down to the last bit and just hoping these things would fit because it you know wasn't sure and they wouldn't. Now it wasn't Zach's fault or RV Defender's fault. This was really my fault because I changed what I told him originally, and that's where those measurements come in. They're very important. Um, I went with bigger wheels, bigger axles, and it just changed it. So what I'm going to do is now when I get some time, I'm going to make them fit. I think I've got a pretty good plan of what I can do, what I can get away with here. So Zach says these measurements are important. They are important, but remember, they're not difficult measurements. These things are pretty basic to get. Um, in fact, these things will help you get an idea of what's going on in your RV and why you need this so much. Cause you'd be looking at your tires, your wheels, your fenders, and you can see how poorly the fenders, well, that I shouldn't call it a fender that box is that covers your tires, how poorly they're made and how great this thing would be. And protect your trailer. there's really no wheel well in many trailers. There's, there's no protection whatsoever. The, the tires are literally looking at the, at the bottom of the, of the wood floor. Yeah, you know, some of them have galvanized metal, some of them have plastic, but it's just paper when a tire shreds. It just shreds right through it, you know. So not only, you know, protecting the RV, if someone were inside that RV for whatever reason, which, you know, pretty slim chance of that, but or something in there like an ATV, you know, it could tear through that wheel well and cause damage to more than just the outside of the RV, but actually the inside of the RV. Like if it was a toy hauler and you got your ATV sitting right next to it, you know, tied down. Well, it's even more so than that, right? The, uh, a lot of times there's the refrigerators right there. A lot of times yeah. the up right there. You know, you've got gas lines around right there. So if the, the tire goes through the floor and pierces that, that propane line, that's a bad day for everybody. Right. Yeah, real bad day. And, you know, these, these fenders, don't think in your mind that the RV Defender is just a fender and it's been like, modified like he went to the store and bought a fender to make this thing work these things are 100 percent custom made they're powder coated they've got a super durable finish because of that they're heavy duty there's a lot of thought that goes into it while i was putting them on my train i'm thinking there's all sorts of things that can make this thing not work and i'm thinking man these guys really went through a lot to make it work the engineering side of it's really phenomenal and you know after not being able to get them on now, I'm determined to get them on. Cause these things are just so awesome. They've got to go on my trailer period. You know, that's just how I feel about it. And the quality is just unbelievable. And you know, it's, I highly recommend this. This is one of the products I've gotten excited about. There's not a lot of products that come through the RV industry anymore that are really like, you know, earth shattering, but this is one of those products. And these guys should be really proud of what they've done and what they've developed here. So it's, you know, it's just one of these things you got to have. And if you're an RVer, you know about, or you know how I feel about, you know, maintenance, taking care of your RV, but also tires. Tires can't be trusted. You know, they blow out at random. They could be a tire that's two years old. And it's going to blow out. And when it blows out, it causes thousands of dollars worth of damage. And then you're stuck on the side of the road trying to fix this stuff. And with the RV Defender, man, you become the hero. You get out of the RV and your, your truck and look at the trailer, yeah, a little bit of damage, tore up the plastic fender a little bit, but man, we're good to go. I'm going to throw my spare and we're going to keep going on our trip. The holding tank's intact. Everything's intact. Well, we're good. You get, the, you get the nail on the head right there. It's your spare tire. You're carrying a spare tire. The only reason you're carrying a spare tire is because you already know the tire is going to blow out. <laughs> you know, isn't that one of the most profound things you've heard in a long time? You carry a spare tire because you know you're going to have a blowout. <laughs> it's so yeah. real you know you think about you don't carry 
you don't carry a spare refrigerator, you don't carry a spare anything else, you know, you know the tire's going to go, so you're carrying a spare with you. And it's ironic because I always recommend carrying two spares. <laughs> well, <laughs> kind of put my, you know, put my point even further. Yeah, you just can't trust them tires, man. <laughs> well, that's the reality is even any tire can blow out. The best tire on the market, if you have a pothole, you have some road debris, I mean, it, maybe it was just a, a, a bad combination on the tire itself. You know, any tire can blow out. And the trailers just simply are not built to take that hit. And so we came up with a solution, and we think we solved the problem. And, you know, Zach brings out some good points there about trailer tires. They're not designed to take the hit, and they're really not. They're not like a truck tire, you know, your pickup truck that you tow your trailer with. They can take a lot more abuse than a trailer tire can. And trailer tires generally... You know, they tear on the inside, so it's not always visible unless the tread's starting to separate, which you see that on older tires. I mean, I would say 80% of the trailers, 70% of the trailers that come into my shop need tires. You know, that's how neglected tires are. And a neglected tire definitely will blow out. But even a brand new tire, you hit a pothole just right, and that's it. It's going to be, you know, maybe a couple hundred miles before it starts to come apart or sooner, you know. So yeah, it's definitely a real problem out there. So they always, they always come apart at high speed when they're generating heat, and that's, that's what's going to make the most damage to the trailer. Right. Yeah, and you know, Zach, on your website, rvdefender.com, you have a little chart on there about some of the things RV Defender does. It's going to protect structural damage. It, it's going to contain the tires and all the debris from the tire. It's going to protect, you know, the, um, the underside of the you know, it's called a wheel well, but, you know, you defined it as not really a wheel well. But that keeps all the rocks and, and stuff, road debris, from hitting underneath there and eventually just destroying that and water and everything else. So it's a, it actually works to help protect that entire area, even when you're not experiencing a blowout. It's just always there. It, it's funny you say that. Um, I recently got a text message from a customer who sold a set to earlier this spring and he had a 4,000-mile trip this, this last summer. And, uh, he was going through, I believe, Arizona somewhere, uh, they, and they barely put down some new new tar on some new asphalt on the road. And it was still a little, you know, it made a mess of his truck, but he got underneath his trailer, and there was, the trailer was completely clean. It was, the RV Defender acted as this giant mud flap, and it wouldn't allow that, you know, that tar to get torn up underneath the trailer. Yeah, see, that's awesome. You know, the, the, that might not happen all that often as you travel, but you're definitely running over rocks and dirt and stones and nails and things that fling up and cause damage to the underside that's one of the things about installing mine i think man without these things underneath the trailer is just going to get destroyed in a couple of years it's inevitable and so now a lot of people have well i do as a matter of fact i have a tire pressure monitoring system which is by truck systems technology by the way the best one on the market <laughs> but um now that's not going to help me i mean it Right? It's just there. It helps me in some ways, but it's not going to help me with the blowout. Correct, Zach? Well, we, you know, um, we encourage people to use TPMS sensors. We encourage people to get the best tires they can get their hands on. You know, we don't, we don't want to be a competition to uh, the TPMS system. We want to be an ally for it. We want we want to work together with them. Um, TPMS sensors are awesome. Almost everybody has them on, in their truck, trailer, car. They are great on trailers. But the reality is, I mean, if you're 
driving down the road, you instantly lose air pressure. You know, you're 65 miles an hour. That tire's blown. And, and the, the 10 seconds or 15 or 30 seconds, whatever it takes you to get pulled over to the side of the road, the damage is done. Like, you, you can't, it's not going to stop it. So, right. like, again, not, not bad mouth CPM messages. We highly encourage, they work phenomenal for like a slow week scenario. If you're losing air pressure, you know, slightly over time, great. It notifies you. You, you probably dodged a bullet with that, but they don't work in every application. And you know, we're just trying to, to fill the gap that those, that those that, that system leaves right you said something earlier about tires you know they heat up and that's where a lot of problems come in even tps uh systems they a lot of them will tell you the temperature of the tires but they have an alarm that goes off probably usually when it's too late if you have it set too tie high and then if the tire is heating up then you're going to have to stop and kind of figure out what's happening and if there's not something visible you might just get back in and start driving and then you know, 10 miles down the road, that tire can just blow out again or blow out, you know, and then there you are. So it's really hard to gauge that. And that's where this comes in because it takes, you know, there's an unknown there, but it protects you from that unknown, you know, whether it's going to happen now or 50 miles from now or a thousand miles from now, that's, it's there for you. That's the reality of it is you just, you just don't know. There's really no way. Yeah, that's, this is a very cool product. So you know, I'm going to highly recommend you go to rvdefender.com, check it out. There's some pictures of it that show it on trailers so you can get the visualization of this without seeing it. It's really hard to wrap your head around this on how it works. Even if you see it by itself, you really have to see it on the trailer. And there's a lot of pictures on the website. The website was just redone. Very nice website. It has all sorts of other information, data points that, you know, you might be interested but if you're not interested in the fine tuning of the data, then you're just good information here to help you make a decision whether this product is for you or not. So I would say uh, go to rvdefender.com. And Zach, what's the number everybody can reach you at? Uh, my personal number is 801-603-7575. All right, there you go. Say that one more time, just in case. 801-603-7575. All right, there you go. And that's his personal number. So when you call, you're going to be talking to Zach, the owner of the company. And that's cool. So you're going to get the best service possible. He has the, He's going to have the answer to every question you could possibly come up for this product. Um, heck, you can probably make up questions. He's going to be able to answer it. He knows it inside and out. And I've talked to him several times, you know, and I've, we've got a set. And like I said, we want to make them work. This product is absolutely awesome. And, it's, and it has the smart RV or seal of approval. So... You know, like I said, go to the website and check it out. So, Zach, it's been awesome having you on the podcast today. Hopefully, um, you'll get a lot of input from this. And um, RVers reaching out for a product like this because everybody needs it. Whether it's in their budget or not, might be a different story. But you got to check it out and talk to Zach and see if he has a set for you. Anything you'd like to add? One last second here, Zach. I think we've covered it all. I, I really appreciate the opportunity to do this podcast with you. Thank you. All right, perfect. So that's going to bring us to the end of staying on the road. So that was great hearing about RV Defenders, but now let's talk about the next stop. So Alexis, where are we going to today? Well, this place is pretty unique in the name, Mount Sneffels, Colorado. <laughs> I, I just really like saying it. <laughs> So there's a lot to do there. Um, it's near uh, a national park and it's just beautiful. So obviously you can do 
hiking. Um, there's so many different hikes. There's scenic drives. If you just like to drive, if you're a wildflower uh, viewer, there is a ton there. There's a Yankee Boy Basin, um, and they're known for their vibrant wildflower blooms. So I'd say probably springtime or it says midsummer would be the time to go. There's camping and there's hot springs. Um, we were just talking about e-bikes. There's They have places to go mountain biking, so you can take your e-bike there. There's just endless things to do. Yeah, there are a lot. Another one of these lifts that goes a mile long. <laughs> it does. There's camping, there's eating, there's jeeping off-roading, sorts of stuff. <laughs> That's so, right. I wonder if you can get the sniffles at Snuffles. <laughs> <laughs> so that looks like a pretty awesome place to go. Mm-hmm. Um, plenty of places to eat, I'm going to say. Always. You know it. We always have to cover this, though, because we think about it when we go somewhere. There's the True Grit Cafe in Ridgeway. There's the Montagna Distillers in Crested Butte. And there's sushi, if you like sushi, and also in Crested Butte. So lots of places. Yeah, there's always good places, and food is part of the package, man. you got to have good food. Oh, yeah, definitely. It makes the trip. It does. Yeah, there's a ton of (laughs) RV parks nearby, too. There are. There are a lot. Yeah, a couple of them. There's an amphitheater campground. There's a Ridgeway, the Ridgeway State Park, um, 5J RV Park in Montrose, Red Mountain RV Park in Silverton. I mean, just endless places to stay. So you got to go if you have an RV. Just go to Mount Sneffels. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot to do there. There's a whole lot to do there. So I had to keep you busy for a week or two. Exactly. So that's pretty cool. So hopefully that whips your appetite, gets you to look at a map, and maybe Mount Sneffels isn't where you're going to go, but someplace near, going to see something else on the map. Hey, let's go here instead. You know, whatever you do, we're just trying to throw things out there, get you thinking about different places to go. Every time we do one of these, we always talk about where we want to go. Hey, I'd be yeah. a cool place to go, you know, or it reminds me of this place we mm-hmm. talked about. It's all about getting around, moving around. Um, sometimes RVs seem to only go in one direction, your favorite place, and that's it. <laughs> Time to bust it out and find a yeah. new favorite place, right? Go on an adventure. Especially if you're in Colorado, you got it right there in your own backyard. Yeah. So now if you want to see more places where you can go with vivid photography and great articles check out rv destinations magazine you go to their website rvdestinationsmagazine.com it's a subscription magazine but it is worth every penny you will spend on it i guarantee it it is absolutely awesome and one thing i forgot to mention earlier is to check out our coffee well we got all sorts of stuff happening here yep so it's on our website called campers coffee it's a whole bean three blend type coffee we have snow den we have cowboy coffee and we have 406 so So good three flavors and alexis how good are they oh my gosh i'm addicted (laughs) see there you go these coffees are awesome everybody (laughs) loves them yes just unique flavors and perfect for RVing. Really good. Winter, summer, doesn't matter. (laughs) All right, now that's going to bring us to RV Envy. And today we're going to talk about refrigerator door panels. Yeah, that seems pretty bland and boring. Refrigerator door panels, your refrigerator comes, well, it doesn't come with them. They're put at the time you buy your new refrigerator. You know, if you don't know that, RV refrigerators do not come with door panels. You have to buy them. You buy a new refrigerator. You know, they're going to ask you what kind of panels you want. The choices are a lot slimmer today than they used to be. And your RV might have wood panels in it that match the the RV, the cabinets, or the walls or something. And that's cool. You know, they look great. You just might want to leave them. Don't want to do anything with it. 
but you might have a newer RV and the panels might just be black. Like Dometic refrigerators come with these black panels that almost look like a chalkboard, mm-hmm. although they're not. And they're very expensive. They sell retail for around $300. It's just oh. ridiculous for what the price is. You know, I mean, no one's going to buy those unless they give them to you, <laughs> dollar or something. So we have a solution, and this changes it dramatically. So this will be on the website, and it's on smartrvpartcenter.com, and it is panels that we get made for you. They're an eighth of an inch thick, and you can get them with dry erase on it, so you could have the refrigerator section as a dry erase board with a nice border on it or an image somewhere. You could leave notes for everybody. And then the lower section could be your favorite picture, family, a place you've been. It doesn't matter, or you could have it, whatever. You could have a white background with a nice border, you know, a blue background. These things are all custom made with your artwork. So that's the key, though, your artwork. We can help out some, but we don't get into all the artwork because that just would raise the prices too much. So if you have a favorite picture or something you think that would be really cool to replace your RV refrigerator panels, the door panels, we have the solution for you. So these will be on smartrvpartcenter.com, as I mentioned, so you're going to want to check them out. Very awesome. We're going to have some pictures there of existing ones, and these things are totally cool. So you can custom make them any way. If you have grandkids you haven't seen in a while, you put a nice picture of them on there to remind you. So cute. Or if you're a parent and you have kids, you can put your kids up there to remind you to never have kids again. Whatever, <laughs> you know. Circle the lines. No, I'm just kidding. So you can have some fun with it, you know, and personalize your RV. And you can make it very personal that way. All right, Alexis, do you have anything to add to these door panels? I have nothing. All right. I think the wheels are turning, but maybe not. I uh, want one, though. <laughs> they're pretty darn cool. Yes. If you have questions, go to Smart RV Parts Center and you can use the contact us page or call us. Our number's there, 406-961-8688. Ever how you want to get a hold of us, no problem. We can help with this. All right. So now one more reminder is to go to YouTube and check out the Smart RVer channel. We have plenty of videos there to help RVers with their problems, answer questions. These aren't like these long drawn out how-to videos that you're pulling your hair out at the end these are short sweet to the point Mm -hmm. explaining how things work in an rv um, parts accessories things you want to buy things you don't want to buy just cutting through all the garbage that you find on the internet or or hopefully we are we think we are (laughs) so that's our goal so Mm -hmm. that's going to bring us to the end of the show today and this is uh oh wait a minute next week we have Episode number 136, we're going to be talking about RV furnace maintenance on there. So if you're thinking about doing some furnace work on your RV or want to or just want to learn a bit more, check you out in two weeks, episode number 136. Awesome. So this is Eric Stark, and I want to thank you guys for listening today and share this podcast with your friends and family. So it's been great hanging out with you. So if I don't see you on the road, let's connect at thesmartrver.com.